This is again Jeff. There will be additional vibrations located at a point in time that occurs after all these things which must now happen. You will stay, you will listen, and you will record appropriately. Afterwards, you will send thoughts to sourdinghoney.cast at gmail.com to predict additional future events. This practice will have a direct effect on what must happen. Hello? What time is it? Who is it? Um, I don't know. I... Situation. Green. Needy. Whispers. Sorry, honey. I have to take this. Coffees in hand, you four are now walking the relatively pristine corridors and trails of Battery Park. It is extremely busy, even at this time in the morning. Lots and lots of joggers, kids playing, people walking their dogs, etc. The National Yiddish Theater is getting ready for a show, it appears. Beautiful. Is that, is, is that on the picture? I'm looking at the map right now. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. That the American is, I guess... Merchant Mariners Memorial is getting started up. This would be nice. There we go. There we go. Classic. Sea glass carousel. I'll stop. I'm sorry. I'm done. And there are lots of purveyors of what one might Batteries? call walk- walking food or fast mm-hmm. food. Hot dogs, pretzels, even funnel cake, which is normally a carnival food, has its own cart that is uh, just getting ready to open up for the day. Perfect. Uh, Do we see the hot dog truck? It's a very large park, so let's uh, let's see how long it takes you to hopefully find it. Royzen, you've seen the picture, so why don't you go ahead and lead our search here? Let's see how much time passes, if you're able to locate it at all. Alright. Search. Search. <laughs> uh, you at least get to check all it. Right. Go ahead and roll me a 1d4 plus 2, please. Chris, we don't mark are like charisma or things like that rolls when we fail those you can't yeah you can't increase stats except um between uh, you can only do that in home scenes oh okay got it you four walk around battery park for about three hours and you realize it's fairly early so some of these stands they're not even open or they're just kind of sitting there ready to be manned but not quite manned yet but after about three hours on one end of the park it's it's a fairly busy end you do spot roizen finally underneath couple beautiful large trees the hot dog stand from the picture and as you get closer and closer it's very clear that the numbers the pictures on it the decals match the exact cart that the doorman showed you however there's nobody currently attending it right now it's closed down the drawers are locked the umbrella has not been unfurled it's about 10 30 in the morning <sighs> looks like we gotta look this guy up Find where he lives. I mean... Get some answers. Guys, is it just me? Or if it's sitting here locked, why would the doorman be seeing it every night over near the hotel? Maybe that's an answer we can ask the dead body of this guy. What do you mean? Oh, I'm just starting to suspect that Bill Morrison's going to be a corpse when we finally track him down to his location. We'll just be looking at another dead body that's bloated. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. So, there, there is... 
I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm a little tired today. More no, that's okay. Take your time. Um, you're you're all good. I no, that's to... Ryzen. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's Ryzen talking. It just occurred to me when I was in the kitchen. I looked out the window and it was looking straight at the the window of the hotel room. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if that's anything we might want to follow up on next. Well, I bet you if we if we looked real hard, we could line those doors up perfectly, huh? Maybe. Royzen, from what you can remember, was the closet in the hotel room also facing the windows? I'm I don't have a floor plan of that, so Chris. <laughs> Y'all think back to where you were situated understanding north, south, east, west, and kind of think through it. Doesn't take very long. But there's no like pattern that lines up or it ca- or causes a eureka moment when you realize what surfaces that these scribblings were on. It's almost some kind of hyper geometry. As you think through this and chat, kind of stand under the shade of a nearby tree in the crisp air, you see a man in a ball cap walk up to the hot dog cart and you see him take a roll of keys out of his pocket open it up he unfurls the umbrella you see him start to what look like prepare himself for a day of slinging dogs to passersby and tourists in battery park so uh ryan you're the best of us with people do you want to go talk to him yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna approach him as he opens up his uh as he goes to open up the truck and this is just right this is just ryan correct just ryan walking over okay the whole group is coming up oh Oh no! Nope, Ryzen's leaning uh, against a tree. No, we're not doing that. I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna turn to the group and say, "Let me, give me a, just give me a minute." Prentice turns towards the rest of the group and says, "He's gonna need a minute. This is gonna be good." And then Ryan's gonna walk over to the uh, the vendor. Yeah, he's he's setting out a large container of ketchup and he's scooping out some relish now, and he looks up at you, brush. Almost, almost ready, sir. Almost ready. Hey, no, no worries. Take your time. You're, uh, you're one of my favorite vendors. But what's? Are there a few of you around town? Oh no, no, no. I, I'm an independent operator. He motions and at his own cart as if there's more to see. But oh, maybe I got mixed up. I, I could have sworn I saw this truck a couple miles from here, just last week. I don't know. That's oh, this why is I... my spot. I've had this spot for five years now. It took me a long time to get this spot nailed down. He smiles. Yeah, what kind I of dog? The... What kind of dog you like? Um, I mean, fix me up with uh, whatever is the most 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 popular dog. selection. <laughs> That'll be the Polish. He smiles. All right, sounds great. He starts building your dock. I hear these uh these spots here. They're pretty competitive. Do you have to get here at a certain time of day, or do you just keep it parked here overnight? Oh, you can't keep anything parked overnight. They'll they'll tow you. They don't care how long you've been operating. He smiles. Oh man! All right. I get I get my car here four thirty in the morning. Wow. Well, hey, I, uh, the commitment definitely doesn't go unnoticed, man. I, you're one of the best stands in the park. He smiles. He looks at you for a moment. Uh, he's been really paying attention to his setup and, and building your dog, but uh, he seems to actually regard you now. You know, I don't think I've I don't think I've seen you here before. Oh, I've I've been around, but maybe I need to stop by more often. I reach my hand out. Name's Jeremy. Good to meet you, man. Bill. Bill. Uh, I can't shake. Uh, it's against. Uh, health code and all that. Hope you understand. Uh, I can hit your elbow, though. He reaches his elbow up. Yeah, no worries, man. I knock his elbow back. Hey, how how late do you stay open out here? Are you just here for the lunch rush? Lunch rush, and uh, right when folks get out of work, uh, so right after 5, I'll be here for about an hour. Then I'll close up shop 6, 6.30 sometimes if things are going real good. Oh, nice. Well, hey, that actually might work a little bit better on my schedule. So, hey, appreciate the, the dog. You know, he hands him money to pay for it. And then yeah, uh, it's, it's uh, as you would expect, you know, it's like a $15 Battery Park Polish uh, hot dog. But looks like it's loaded up pretty nice. Walks back over to the group. So you needed that moment for your hot dog? Is that what you needed? Honestly, seems like a pretty regular dude. Super focused on on the work take some pride in his stand or his his food truck but uh he says he has to move it every night so i guess it's possible that he put just parks it over by uh where our guys were and i just tough to believe in coincidences but i guess it's not so much a coincidence i for one believe in your hard-hitting interrogation practices so um this was could you hear what i was saying from over here no but i could tell that you weren't doing hard-hitting interrogation so, good job, man. Do we have a problem? Do we? Ryan squares up to him. 
Uh, okay. Prentice uh, meets his eyes and says, what? I'm here trying to get a job done. Why are you are here? Are you? Because it looks like you're here getting hot dogs. Great job, by the way. You got a hot dog. Boys. Prentice, leave it alone, man. It's a fucking waste of time. This whole thing's a fucking waste of time. Tell us what you do, then. I don't know. Maybe ask him why the fuck he was parked out in front of where two people have died. Go ask him. I don't think sure. that's such a night. Prentice marches over. Stomp, 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 stomp. Yeah. Hey, uh... Hey, how are you doing? What kind of dog yeah, can sure. I get you? Absolutely. Give me a Polish, I guess. All right. You seem to start to build your dog. And uh, also, could you answer me uh, why you park out in front of Crosby Street Hotel? He snaps up and looks at you. He goes, excuse me? Yeah, you park your uh, station wagon and Wienermobile out in front of the Crosby Street Hotel. I was just curious why. His eyes furtively glance around, and he looks down and does not meet your gaze again, focusing entirely on building your Polish. I, I, I don't know what you mean. I, I, I park uh, I park wherever I, I can when I leave the park. I, I, he stutters. He doesn't seem to be making sense. It's just sense. that your vehicle, uh, the timing of your parking there kind of coincides with uh, some murders, so I'm chasing down some leads here, and your answers could really help me out, bud. He looks up at you. Murders? What, what are you talking about? Yeah, there's been some murders, and... Uh, well, it's just you your, your vehicle's been suspiciously in the area around the time of these murders, and I'm just curious. What? He stops making your dog. So I think you, you can find uh, some food somewhere else, sir. I, I don't, I don't like what you're saying. Look, I'm a paying customer, and if you don't want to sell me your hot dogs, that's great. Here, just take it. He shoves you the half-finished Polish. You don't have to pay anything. Just move along. Get out of here. Oh, I'm a, I'm a hard-paying, hard-working kind of guy, so I insist. And he slaps down a five-dollar bill. And he walks yeah, all right. away. Yeah, he knows something, he says, when he gets back to y'all. His Polish doesn't look nearly as good as Ryan's. It's half Yeah, made. he throws it in the trash. <laughs> Ryan, are you eating yours? No. Okay. Uh, so Prentice turns around and stares the hot dog man down. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he kind of moves his cart just a bit to angle away so he doesn't have to see you. And uh, Prentice will slowly walk. Oh, shit. <laughs> just okay. to... Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, he's doing his best to ignore you. You see a line starting to queue up now. He knows something. That's definitely yeah. interesting. It's uh I'm making those dogs. Prentice, I swear, if you just drew more attention to us. I mean, we've been we've been going about this all week. I'm a doctor. I don't fucking do this shit. I, we're doing it wrong, I can tell you that. Look, why don't we find out what time he usually takes off and just tail him at the end of the day? Yeah. Well, we know where he's going to be around 7, 7.30 tonight, so... Maybe we find where he's parked here in this park and uh, tail him. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a great idea. Might be a good idea if Prentice and myself aren't accidentally seen by him, though. So, Royzen, Paris, either of you, you could probably be a little bit more visible, make your job a little bit easier, and I doubt he'd even notice you. Yeah, this is something I can handle. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with... Paris when the time comes. He said he said he packs up around 1800, 1830. So Yeah, ab- about that once the after work crowd finishes. So we still got a, a couple hours. Wasn't it like 3 p.m., Chris? No, it's about 11 a.m. Oh, I thought like three hours. Oh, right. Sorry, sorry. I forgot we started super early. Got it. Mm-hmm. So Paris, why don't we come back around 530? That way, if he packs up early for some reason, we'll be here. After that mess of a conversation, Prentice, you you need to call the lieutenant colonel and update him as to what just happened before he calls us. Prentice flips open his his jacket and pulls his phone out, just stares Royson in the eyes and dials the number he was given for Mr. Porter, Lieutenant Colonel Porter. It rings three times and is picked up. Agent, do you have news for me? Checking in, we're chasing down leads. Oh, you're checking in to, to tell me you're chasing down leads well we were told to check in in six hours so we're checking in yeah uh, go ahead and give me some of those uh details around uh, exactly what leads you're chasing down that would be appreciated on my end sure we found a suspicious hot dog man who's been parking outside the uh the area and upon questioning said hot dog man was evasive and denied involvement so we're going to be chasing this man down and uh seeing what he's up to do you have any uh, details on this individual? We've looked him up. He's a, he's a hot dog man, as I said, and uh, he's got a 99 of 100 rating. <laughs> Talking about name, 
number, any yes. information yes. that I could use? Goes by the name Bill. Bill Morrison. Okay, you got Bill He's, Morrison. Uh, do you have eyes on this gentleman? I do. I have eyes on him right now. Well, there you go. So his stand will have a health permit stapled to it, or will have a New York City up. license number for operating in the city. Why don't you go ahead and give me either the number on the health certificate or the license number or both? I read them both. Uh, you do have the license number. You don't have any health certificate information. Okay, so I read him the you, license number. You give him the license number. Okay, there we go. All right. Oh, so tell him about the door, apprentice. We uh, have leverage on this gentleman if you need to apply some pressure. And you can I let him know pressure. that. Okay, what's the leverage? The leverage is we're going to pull his permit if he doesn't uh, play nice. Sounds great. I'll uh, check Anything else you want to let me know? Across the street where the second body was found, we discovered a chalk door similar to the chalk door we found in the first corpse location. We're okay, also so following you, you have a that. you had a chalk door in the first location? And a chalk door in the second. Someone's drawing doors in these scenes? Yes, and it appears somebody may have passed through the second corpse locations door exiting it knocking out clothing sorry sorry you're, you're telling me you're seeing evidence of someone passing through scribbled doors on a wall it seems that way what is the evidence and where is it now footprints it currently in the building we have not erased it yet uh we are still trying to understand its purpose and how it might be halted you have footprints that are half in and half out of this doorway. I'm trying to understand this here. What is the unnatural evidence that you're trying to cite to me right now? I don't know if you've ever seen a chalk drawing of a door, seen evidence that it's been walked through before, but I find that rather unnatural. I'm finding it very unnatural that you can't give me the, the brief summary of what this evidence is that has you so convinced. I thought I just did. If we're just going to waste our time, I can hang up now. Hmm. This is an interesting conversation. It Would sure you is. say that you are the proper person on your team to be speaking to me and reporting to me right now? Or do you think somebody with uh, maybe a little bit more tact or sleep under their belt would be a more appropriate person to go ahead and deliver this report? I don't know. Have any of you gotten any sleep? Rosen's just Sounds gonna, like you need a bit you know? of a nap, Agent. Why don't you go ahead and hand the phone to anyone else on your team? Rosen's going to hold out her hand for the phone. <laughs> Prentice hands it to her. Hello, Agent. How are you doing this morning? Are you feeling rested? Not quite, sir, but highly caffeinated. That's what I like to hear. The other agent was trying to describe to me drawings on walls and their relation to some sort of translocation. Can you elaborate on that for me, please? So, sir, on the back wall of the closet in both the room in the hotel as well as in the apartment, uh, the closet in the apartment was in the bedroom, there is a chalk scribble of a door on the back wall. In the closet in the apartment, there was found a footprint approximately size 16, possibly larger, as well as clothes that appeared to have been knocked off the hangers, several of them outside of the closet as if they were being pushed out and not in. Perfect. Okay. Uh, also, sir, we sh I should let you know, unfortunately, when that was discovered, somebody pulled the attention of Agent Rachel Glenn, and she removed us from the scene for possible contamination of evidence. Glenn, Glenn, that's the special agent running the FBI investigation into the Crosby Street Hotel, correct? Yes, sir. She is also okay. running... Okay. Did you interact with these drawings? We, we did touch the one in the hotel. The chalk smudged. It did not open as if it were a doorway for us. Several of us attempted to activate said doorway. There may be an incantation that we are not aware of. It may also be a false lead, although the coincidence of two scribbled doorways on the back of a closet. That's not a coincidence. With two dead hyperbloated bodies is little too much to consider coincidence. Yes, sir. Go ahead and give me a call if you encounter another one when it is in your field of vision. I would like to explore further with you while you're on the scene. Yes, sir. We are waiting for a call from Special Agent Rachel Glenn to state that we can return to the scene. Understood. I went ahead and let, I guess that was Agent Prentice, let him know that we do have some pressure we can put on your hot dog vendor if you believe him to be involved in any of this activity. 
he was spotted outside of the hotel multiple nights in a row by the doorman of the apartment building where the second body was found at approximately 1900 to 1930. Wait, he's parking in front of the Crosby Street Hotel every night, 7 to 7.30? Is that what you said? That's literally what I said to this Bajorn. That, that is correct, sir. That's great. That's good, good stuff there. It's Again, possibly coincidence. How the hell is he finding parking in New York City every night? In the same location that... That is so unnatural. It is enough that the doorman <laughs> noticed and provided me with a picture of said hot dog cart, which is why we followed the lead. Agent Roizen, this has disturbing echoes of some information that I'm going to need to track down for you. Please go ahead and stand by this phone to hear from me again soon. Copy Thank that. you for your report. He hangs up. Prentice plucks the phone from Roizen. He's just a peach, isn't he? Roizen just sticks your tongue at him. Isn't oh. it Roizen's phone? No, no, that no. was oh, Prentice's sorry, phone. Sorry, it was Prentice's phone. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Roizen... <laughs> forced Prentice to make the call because he messed up the hot dog vendor and then proceeded to mess up with the lieutenant colonel. So Royson did had not to mess take up over. the hot dog vendor, knew exactly what he was doing, well, crushed it. Seems like he did it right. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it sounds like the team now that you've checked in with your handler, you're going to return back to Battery Park around 5, 530 to stake out Bill Morrison. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think Chris, is it fair to say that everybody... They're like knew all that, like could it have been on speaker? We don't have to go through the shrine. I would love that, like. I would love to just do a brain dump and move on, please. Yeah. We'll, we'll that. assume in that Roizen relays what little yes. information she got from him. There we and go. And Prentice does as well because he said that they have leverage on him. Yeah, I believe And we can use said leverage. I believe Paris and Roizen are up. coming back to stake him out. That because is he he wouldn't recognize us. But is that the plan at this point? Because if so... It can be. Right, exactly. That's what I'm trying to determine. Is that what we want to do next? Well, let's talk about it for a second. Because, Mm -hmm. so, Ryan's going to say, that information, to me, changes our approach. I definitely think it makes sense to come back at the end of the day, but I don't think we necessarily need to spend time staking this guy out. We've got leverage. Let's squeeze him. I'm on board with that, surprisingly. I mean, we could. We could also follow him after he leaves. And if that doesn't give us anything, squeeze him then. I would prefer not to have this conversation in a crowded park at lunchtime. No one's no one's listening I, I met with our conversation. Yeah, it's, I met New York. It's New York. Just, just, at, just as an aside, like this is the perfect place to have surreptitious conversations. <laughs> no, I, I meant the nope. conversation with the hot dog vendor. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. I, I, oh, I understand. Honestly, That's York, what I'm saying. Like at the end of the day, like too. when, when he, uh, when he's like packing up, you know? Yeah. When he doesn't have people around that'll right. ask questions about us interrogating him publicly. Yeah. I just think rather than spending time staking him out for or the we sake could do of the, efficiency, we should, you know. Well, Pre- Prentice interjects, or we could do the intimidating factor and tell everybody behind us in line that the fucking vendor's closed. No, no. I think the better move no. here is we follow him from the park and see where he goes, and if that's and then squeeze the guy. Yeah, let's not draw any more attention to ourselves. I've already been caught on camera once today. Oh yeah, that part. Prentice unlocks his phone and taps an app, and then says, "Reminder: Get a nine sorry bouquet for Porter." <laughs> hey man, if uh, we get answers from this guy, I think that's going to be thanks enough. Yeah. But also, uh, uh, an edible bouquet is always an excellent apology. Do I get one? Why would you get an apology? Ryan's gonna kick rocks. Ryan. Yeah, basically. <laughs> don't don't. <laughs> Paris, I think I think the only the only question we have right now is what are we gonna do between now and five thirty when we get back to Battery Park? We've we got have about a... six hours. Yeah, we have a van, nap. and I need We've a got nap. Got a nap. We'll take nap shifts. Yeah, maybe getting some sleep isn't a bad idea. You could also get a hotel if you wanted to, but if yeah, if you want to sleep in the CDC van, it's going to be fairly uncomfortable, but you might be able to swing it. And it won't be a problem for Royzen or Paris, but Ryan and Prentice probably wouldn't be able to do it. It's up to y'all. Just let me know how you'd like to play this out, and we'll make it happen. Paris is a... Uh, yeah, van sounds fine to me. You guys? Oof. Yeah, it's not going to do great on my neck. Let's get the baby a hotel. Baby needs a bed. Yeah, hotel hotel works for me. Okay, 
so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of fast forward here. The team goes ahead, gets a hotel so that you guys can get some rest before you put the screws, perhaps, to this hot dog vendor, Bill Morrison. So Ryan doesn't need sleep. He's everyone's in their own room, so mm-hmm. I assume. Uh, so you're not tired. Uh, well, he doesn't. They don't need to know that he's not. I'm wondering how best to spend that time. I'm trying to think if there's anything investigatively. I don't know if he can do anything remotely though. Now that I'm thinking about it, the only lead we had was the yeah it was the auction house, nice which is just pretty tenuous at best. I mean that's a well, you could you could maybe scan that document that receipt and then load that into Google Translate. See what that bad boy says. Actually, that's not a bad idea. As we're heading back our separate ways or whatever, Ryan's going to ask Paris to take a look at the receipt. So Agent Ryan, when you bid adieu to the other agents so that they can get some shut-eye, you obtain the receipt that Paris took from presumably Francis Ng's luggage and go ahead and run it through Google Translation. And unfortunately, it doesn't really yield anything of interest to you. The Chinese characters basically represented by the English. This came from the Jade Auction House, Hong Kong. There's an address. The date matches up with what you know, the amount of money. And there's nothing more here that's written. It's all just printed Chinese that would correspond to what was actually sold. The only characters written that have anything to do with what was sold are in English, and it's a single word figure. So nothing additional, unfortunately, after that translation. Is there anything else Agent Ryan's going to do while he waits for the others to get some rest? Can you remind me what we already know about Ng? You know that Ng was under surveillance and investigation by the FBI and the IRS for purported money laundering as part of a broader RICO case being built by the FBI and his involvement with some of the New York crime families. Ryan's going to do... This is absurd, I recognize, but kind of in the spirit of No Stone Unturned and being super awake in the middle of the day. He's going to just do a search of of his name, not looking for anything in particular, more of just broad info gathering as much as he can from wherever he can find information on the, yeah. on the internet. Well, unsurprisingly, the illicit members of criminal organizations are tough to locate Ascent on this man, Francis Ng, if he is a perpetrator of these alleged crimes, is no exception. You don't discover anything about this man from your public searches. He's like fully, fully absent, or he uh, just has a very curated online persona. You can't find him online. He doesn't have a Facebook or a MySpace or a or a what Tumblr a or a Live Journal. He, he has three space spaces. No, he's yeah, he, he doesn't. He doesn't use LinkedIn apparently to advertise his his skills. Yeah, there's there's no obvious way to find this man. Okay, then Ryan is going to do Sudoku puzzles online. He's a Sudoku guy. Oh yeah. Okay. Is he is he good? Decent. Okay. Okay. Is he getting better? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Well, he gets his brain teased by a few Sudokus and uh, awaits the awakening of the other agents. Is it I fair? just realized I missed an opportunity to say Ryan acts lonely. <laughs> Ew! Damn it. He produces his travel. That's a good callback. Fuck. God damn it. He gets very, very lonely. Mix it in and post. <laughs> This is Jeff, and I am in a new place, in the middle of events that are happening and must also happen. I will begin what is called a cross-promotion, a ritual that is guaranteed to uplift all vital aspects of the work. You will soon also listen to a collection of ongoing wavelengths, audio approximations, and mental image conjurations called Snyder's Return. 
This is something you might consider a tabletop roleplay interview and actual play podcast. Although I believe such hybridization is abomination, you may find that this signals collection of discussions with mainstream and independent creators and publishers meets some deep internal gnawing need that has never truly subsided and can only be partially forgotten for short periods of your existence. Coupled with ongoing playthroughs of systems like The City of Mist Game, Meddlers, Monsters, and Madmen, and others soon to arrive, these sounds will touch the delicate vibrational membranes between what you consider self and the unknowable, horrifying, outside reality of constant, swirling chaos. Snyder's Return can be found on Twitter at Return Snyder, Instagram via Snyder's underscore return, YouTube by way of Snyder's Return, on Discord, and everywhere podcast signals can be scraped up and collected for your conscious and subconscious consumption. Now, I will recede again to watch and listen forever as this missive is slowly but steadily absorbed by your reliably impressionable head meets. I'm going to go ahead and flash forward to you four in or nearby Battery Park with eyes back on Bill Morrison, who is now packing up his cart. Is that fair? Makes sense yes. to me. Yeah, I'm into it. Excellent. Okay. Oh, uh, on the way, Ryan fills in the group that on, you know, basically what he did to look into the receipt and kind of mm-hmm. that it really came up cold other than what we've already seen. Just so everyone's on the same page. You're watching Mr. Morrison from afar. He doesn't seem to have registered your presence. Not surprising. Battery Park is still crowded. You're four of many faces in a sea. Around 6.30. Actively trying to not be noticed by him, just to make that clear. <laughs> he hasn't, he, he hasn't okay. shown any indication that he's noticed you. Okay. We're, we're, yeah. Around 6.30, you're watching him put his equipment away. It doesn't look like he's had a rush, Ryan, like he was hoping for when he spoke with you earlier. You see him for a moment pause and lean down and he puts his ear very close to where the dogs normally are cooking very close dangerously so he then stands up straight and he checks his watch and he starts putting his condiments back out as if he's preparing to continue service and stands there were his wieners talking to him one ew two that is really weird yeah strange behavior time time to go muscle up Brian looks to Prentice. I must admit, your hard-ass approach earlier, she did seem to be a little nervous. And if we've got some uh, something to back it up now, I think we go in intimidating. Let's do it. Hold on, guys. Again, I have to emphasize, I think the right move here is to wait and follow him and then squeeze when we get somewhere. The more we wait, uh, he's packing, the more bodies. He's hit, unpacking like... the stuff. Hey, Roizen, where, where are you on this? I'm torn. It's quiet enough that we could probably get our answers now, but I do kind of want to know where he goes, and we... We know where he goes. Yeah, but look, two of us have military experience, and two of us don't, and I'm... Sure, sure. I defer to your military experience. I mean, hey, Chris, I'm gonna... Can I do a military science land check here to see if moving in on this guy here would be a good idea, or, or would Paris think it's a good idea, or do you think it's better to... I don't think you need to roll roll this right now. You have a military science land above 50%, correct? Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah, you're looking around and you're seeing how you would set up a deployment here with a small team. You don't really have the skills that you require, but you have you and Royson, and you could easily set that up if you needed to. No roll required. I thought that just meant that his character can identify when he's on land. (laughs) You're on land, 100%. Paris looks down and goes, hmm. We're definitely at not the, the mossy green <laughs> beneath your foot. I mean, we're not at sea, and I'm pretty sure we're not in the air. At least we better not be in the air, because if we are, I'm imagining things, and then we've got bigger problems. Look, man, if we end up having to get aggressive and interrogate this guy, which if that's what we got to do, that's what we'll do, but doing it here in the park doesn't seem like a good idea. 
Oh, all right. Unless Brian's frustrated, but acquiesces and agrees. Unless you guys think you can just talk them into telling us what we want to know. Well, that's why they pay me the big dollars. This Prentice. Yeah, I'm not sure your talking has been your strong suit. I think uh, just acquiesced and told me that my. I think the straightforward approach makes a lot of sense as long as we're able to back it up with a fist or two. So that's why I think we should maybe do it somewhere else. Well, we've got like what eight fists here. Well, how about we're not going to get in a fight in the middle of the park? How about this? How about you two go up and have your? He doesn't know about me and Agent Royzen here with you two. So why don't you two go up and have a conversation with him, and we'll just hang back. And if it goes south, then we can follow him to wherever he's headed. Good cop, bad cop. And uh, if it if you need our help, we're right here to step in. And if it works out, great. No one's getting their knuckles bloody tonight. So, Paris, do you want to stay here on Overwatch, or do you want to sneak up behind him in case he tries to run? I'll uh, I'll get behind him, and you stay over on this side. Copy. You set up accordingly, and Prentice and Ryan approach the vendor. There's nobody in queue right now, but he is set up to continue service. He watches as you two approach. Doesn't say anything. He looks anxious. Hey, wiener man. Long time no see. Hey, I ain't serving you. I ain't serving you. You just move along. Yeah, you might not be serving anybody for a long time uh, if you get your license revoked. Now, I asked you a question earlier, and I expect an answer. I don't know anything about any murders. He looks up at you, Ryan. This guy, this guy's. He shakes his head, trails off. Hey, Bill, I suggest you answer his questions. I don't know He's nothing not about no murders. Here. I don't know yeah, what the hell you, you two are up to. You two are. He shakes his head, trails off again. Hey, Bill, how's life been lately? Everything normal? Everything okay? I don't know what you two are up to. I don't have time for this. He starts Bill, grabbing answer his my condiments. Question. He starts grabbing his condiments and starts putting his uh, his equipment away as quickly Look, as he can. Bill, uh, his hands are shaking. I hit this button on my phone. Your license is canceled, suspended. You're not serving dogs anymore. I don't want to do that. I just want answers. And I know you've got them. You want me to hit this button? Go ahead and roll your charisma, please. Is there anything Ryan can do to help with that charisma? But not at this point. Ooh. That was Hell a yeah. delicious success. We want to take a look. He looks up. He oh goes, my gosh. I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what you want from me. He's shaking his head. He's looking down. His hands are really, really quivering. Bill, Bill, take a breath. Everything's going to be all right. As long as you answer our questions. What do you want me to say? How has life been lately? Any weird <laughs> changes recently? I'm, everything's fine until you came up to my cart and started harassing me. I you think the more direct contact. question is, why are you parking outside of a place where two bodies have shown up? It's consistent. I don't know what you mean. What are you talking about? I don't know anything about any murders. Talking about the Crosby Street Hotel. What are you doing out there? Uh, well, I'm supposed to be parking out there every day, but tonight. Since when? It tells me to, to go there, so I, so I do. He looks okay. down at the ground. The mustard container falls out of his grasp and just kind of bounces a bit in, in the in the grass and in lies still. Tell me more about that, Bill. What tells you to park there? Uh, the, the, the voice. The voice in the cart. Where does the voice come from? Uh, he motions, kind of swirls his hand and seems to indicate well, where the dogs are kept. How long has the voice been talking to you, Bill? tells me to go to to the blue door at 96th in, in East 5th tells me to go there and then I hear I hear more it told me to go to that spot every day it was always available for me but I would go there every day and I would count the bricks in front of the building at the Crosby Street Hotel last day I did it was yesterday today I didn't hear nothing when did this start a uh, couple weeks weeks ago two weeks ago maybe and when you follow the commands of the voice in your cart, what's the result of uh, doing as it asks? So always a parking place for me. I park there, I count the bricks, and I leave. Have you ever tried not counting the bricks or not doing what it tells you to do? He shakes his head. Is there a reason why you wouldn't follow its commands? Uh, I no. I I, w- I wanted I wanted to. Have you gone through this blue door? He turns white and looks up at you. He's no longer looking down at the ground. No, no, never. I just heard heard more from it. Told me to count, so I did. What did it tell you today when we saw you listening to it? There was nothing. So I, 
I thought I'd stay here to see if I could sell some more. So, uh, what's really behind that blue door, Bill? I... I don't know. Can I, uh, roll, roll my human to see if he's lying? That's not how human works, but you can definitely I roll all it. The time how it human works. It's not like an insight roll in D and D where you okay. can tell if somebody's gotcha. lying. Human is gathering human intelligence by observing behavior. Okay. So if gotcha. you roll it, I can tell you if anything looks like he's providing body language that would give you ad additional information. But it's can not I a lie detector. Well? Of course, yeah. But remember, human is not a lie detector necessarily. I failed anyway, but okay, understood. Remember to check it. Oh, it's checked. It's checked like a public restroom. Fascinating. That made no sense. So it looks like you both okay, failed so. your human intelligence. So please make sure it's checked on both of your character sheets. So yep. he seems extremely nervous. He seems a little bit off kilter. He's telling you something that is indicative of a schizophrenic. And he is distributing and showing signs of mental imbalance. The only thing that, uh, you know, the fact that he always has a parking space and that he's told to count things feels like a warning sign. <laughs> Out of character, of course. Well, Bill, thanks for answering our questions, and uh, keep clean, bud. He shakes a bit. His whole body seems really fairly racked. This was traumatic for him. He looks down. He doesn't answer. His eyes stay fixed to the cart. Hey, Bill, thanks for the dogs. And Prentice puts down a 20. Bill doesn't move. And walks away. Are we talking catatonic or just shaken? You can't tell from here, Ryzen. Before he walks over at way, Ryan is going to say, Bill, I think you're doing the right thing. I think it makes sense to keep on doing exactly what you're doing. <laughs> that voice Follow that. can't do you any wrong. <laughs> Follow that voice as it, uh, it seems to be um, getting you your parking spot. So that's, that's great. And, and don't worry about us looking into your license. You're... You're all good, Bill. And then he's going to walk away. He b bites his bottom lip and he nods slowly as you turn and leave. So, uh, 96th and East 5th, blue door. Well, let's, let's, <laughs> do you want to fill in yeah. Roizen in Paris? Yeah, that's or do you what want me to? I was just doing. <laughs> You've got to give up more info than that. <laughs> no, no, that's it. That's hilarious. <laughs> Roizen's just staring at him like, you really are an idiot, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, so well, he hears a voice inside of his food truck telling him to park where he parks and count the bricks on the hotel. He mentioned this blue door on 96 and East 5th. When seemed I asked him if he's gone in. into it, yeah, he seemed absolutely petrified. I think that we should fill Porter in on this latest and... To be honest, I think that this is a guy who might be—he might need to be taken out of play. All right. Seen too much and that sort of thing. Should I just assume that I'm making the call? I can call him. All right. Good luck, Ryan. Well, I'd be happy to call him. No, Prentice. Look, it'll—it'll it'll be a—I promise, it'll be a PR blitz this time. Prentice did do a lot of the talking. Horizon's <laughs> yeah, just giving him the look. All right, Ryan will give him a call. It rings three times. Agent, good news. Yes, sir. Your new star pupil, Prentice over here, found out some great information. We talked to Bill Morrison, and uh, signs of unnatural are very much present here. He hears a voice speaking to him from inside of his food truck. It tells him where to park. It tells him to count bricks on the outside of the hotel. And he mentioned a blue door at 96th and East 5th. And when we asked if he's been in it, he's turned absolutely white, very terrified. I think it's a solid lead as far as my experience with these kind of investigations, but I also wanted to give you a heads up on Bill himself because he may have seen too much. That's why you're calling me. Ryan's going to hold the silence. Sure. Your recommendation is noted, Agent. Why don't you call back when you've got something more substantial, though? Do we have permission to contain the information this man knows? Just follow the directives. Follow your mission. Do things right. Yes, sir. Get some sleep. Okay. I don't think <laughs> you need. I don't and think. And then you Ryan need to... hangs up. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was excellent. So that I guess we just abused. We abused somebody who might be going through a psychotic break. <laughs> 
and, and now we're going to investigate the leads he gave us. It's, it's, so it's, it's, it's Thursday. It's to save the world. It's Delta Green. Yeah, it's, it's Thursday. It's the Delta Green Thursday. <laughs> so am I to understand that the team wants to head across town to 96th and East 5th? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Time to peel back, peel back that blue door. Excellent. Ryan, you're driving again? Later. Is that correct? Yes. You four drive across the city towards this cross street that was given to you by a clearly unbalanced hot dog vendor. You find parking, your governor plates again, allowing you great privilege to do so, and begin walking around what seems like a busy, commercial-laden block. Mixed-use complexes, coffee shops, alleys and alleys like you wouldn't believe, looking for any indication of this blue door. One point you split up, thinking that you can cover more ground quickly as the sun begins to wane in the evening sky. But you don't have any luck. There's no indication of this blue door that you can find, despite the twisting alleys that you each travel down, scouring. You four meet back in front of what looks like a small barber shop and report to each other your failure to locate anything that resembles this door. When, Ryan, your phone rings, it is from Special Agent Rachel Glenn, according to the caller ID. Special Agent Rachel Glenn, how may I help you? Dr. Horker? Agent Horker. Yes, ma'am? Sure, Agent Horker. Look, didn't find anything in the Swartz residence that I needed a consult on. It is now under federal purview. But I do want to connect with you on another body that has come across my desk with similar characteristics to our two known victims. I'm wondering if you can meet me again down at the medical examiner's office just one last time, take a look at one of these bodies and see if we can come up with any patterns because I'll be honest, I, I'm not seeing anything. Yeah, we can do that. If the body just got there, can you call over to the medical examiner and ask them to take some pictures of it in its current state? I'm down here now with the body. Okay, pictures would be helpful. Sure. When can I expect you we'll be there. and your team? Uh, we'll, we'll head over right now. See you soon. She hangs up. Chris, what time of day is it now? So it is now evening. It is dark. The sun has dipped below the horizon on the East Coast. Approximately 1930? Well, it's actually later than that because y'all were searching for the blue door for about an hour. So it's it's more like 2030, maybe 2100. And no blue door developed. Yeah, y'all Maybe it was on the inside of a building. Y'all couldn't find yeah. it. Yeah, maybe. Great point. And without knowing exactly what building. <laughs> okay. We could always ask if there have been any bodies found on 96th and 5th that kind of match that, but I, I think we would have heard about that before if they had. Chris, I imagine this would come up if it was important. Did we need to specifically investigate the fingers of either of these victims? My mind thinking that if they have like charcoal on them or whatever that drew the doors, I or think is that kind of a non-issue detail. Well, Prentice certainly didn't see that on the body of Maurice Swartz. Okay. And it's uh, not something you were looking at for Francis Ng, but you know, maybe maybe you could regain access to his cadaver and, and take a look. But if okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that yet. But okay, I just remembered, realized that it wasn't something I specifically asked about, but kind of feels like a detail that probably would have come up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All four of you are back in the morgue, sending over yet another corpse next to Special Agent Rachel Glenn. The corpse is that of a woman in her early twenties, apparently of Asian descent. And despite being fished out of the East River, as you are informed, the massive amount of bodily, this is what Rachel Glenn says, edematization could not be accounted for upon intake. Now, as you again stand over the cadaver, now that she's thoroughly quote unquote deflated, Rachel Glenn is awaiting your expertise and examination of the body. As she communicates to you, she believes there is a biological agent being used here that she would love your opinions on before she goes ahead and cancels the CDC consult. This does not appear to be a contagion event. Ryan's going to look around the room and see if there's a chart. Do I need to explain my thinking or... And Prentice is going to start looking at the body. There are, there are no paper records at all. Uh, all we have are computers and medical equipment nearby. I was going to try to get an address without asking an address of the what special, the the victim 
Gotcha. The Vic. You can ask. You can ask the agent if she's been identified. Oh, she has been. Oh, sorry. Agent, has the victim been identified? No, but I do have the prints being run now. Had to specially treat her fingertips, as you can imagine. Yeah. We should have an answer back shortly. She nods grimly. Prentice begins looking over the body. Do another medicine minus 20 if you're cool with that. Actually, it doesn't need a minus 20 this time. Oh, okay. Well, success nonetheless. Excellent. So that's two successes then, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Banner pretty, day. Do pretty good. <laughs> you're looking over this body again. Once once more, we're not really digging into it with, a, with an autopsy approach. You're opening the mouth, that sort of thing, but that's about it, right? You're noticing, hey, I don't have any bruising around the neck this time. I'm not seeing any clear indications of struggle. You do notice she does have a marking on her body under her left armpit. It's a fairly large tattoo. Special Agent Rachel Glenn notes that the intake examiner did not record this, probably because of the state of the body. Uh, Looks like stylized dragons in a yin-yang configuration. They're devouring one another, kind of like an Ouroboros, but it's two dragons instead of like one serpent. This is depicted in very vibrant red and yellow inks. Anything else the other agents are doing? I'm going to ask Special Agent Rachel Glenn if there were any... Were there any personal effects? No, this this is how she was found. She, again, she washed up and was fished out of the East River. Prentice is going to look for any kind of small mark that he could pass off as a injection. Yeah, yeah, you can find like a, a dimple that you might be able to say, oh, look at this. You see this here? Special Agent Glenn. Uh, this tells me down. she might have been injected with a biological agent, which is why we're not seeing any clear indication in the places where the victims die, and it quite possibly has already died in the body by the time they are in fact dead, or by the time they're found. I think we might still have a biological agent here in play, but not necessarily something that is massively spread. I think we still need to be in on this investigation on the ground floor. You think that's an injection site? The agent asks. She squints yes. her eyes. Hmm. I've seen quite a few in my day. Mm-hmm. Me too. She leans back. Did you see anything like this on either of the other two cadavers? Well, to be honest, on the first one, there were several already taken by the agents that preceded us. Uh, no fault of their own. They were just doing their due diligence. So I could not conclude 100% that it was not them already. The second body, I did notice one and also took some samples myself, but I did notice one prior to my sample taking, which got me onto this third one, checking the body for injection sites, because this time I, well, this is a pattern with the two of them. With the first one, I I couldn't really say for sure. What kind of substance could do this to a person, fill their tissues with that much fluid? Well, that's the problem, is I'm not able to get a sample at these times, so it's, I mean, I'd have to go back and consult uh, my vast library of of knowledge with the CDC. We have a a database that I'd have to comb through and get back to you. That was very curious, actually. I I wanted to ask you about that, Dr. Cortar. The samples that were in the room with Francis Ng were all empty when we took possession, uh, repossession of the investigation. Do you know what happened to that? Uh, not me personally. I wouldn't have emptied them myself. That would be wildly, wildly out of uh, character. Well, those were sealed samples. And we, we had them prepped before the quarantine for analysis. I personally, you know, I ran the analysis, but I did not empty them, so. And we also noticed that you were a person on your team used our analysis equipment on floor 12 for a sample. It came back as distilled water. Was that one of the samples that was up in the room? That is correct. So the sample from Francis Ng's body was just water? Agent. I can't confirm that that actually came from Francis Ng's body because I didn't draw the sample myself. The I chain see. of custody has not gone directly from me doing the analysis. So okay, fair, fair. I'm just trying to put this together. This is um. I hear you. It's a strange one. This is bizarre. I've never seen this type of biological response to any invasive agent in any of my training or experience. And so I'm just trying to piece this together since I I have you here for. A, a small additional amount of time. And so again, nothing that you know of that could cause this level of edema in human tissue that could be injected in this way, correct? I have ideas, but I do have to do some some research at our database. Well, what are those ideas? Please share them. I don't like 
jumping to conclusions without proper data. She shakes her head. Okay. She seems to be continuing to drill you, but she's interrupted by her own phone going off. It's definitely Smash Mouth. She picks it up. <laughs> Somebody. Okay, thank you. She hangs up. She looks at her phone. You see her clicking through. Okay, our victim is identified. Michelle Lee, age 21. You see her scrolling through. Uh, looks like no criminal record. Uh, she does have a sealed juvenile record. I've got her last known address. Looks like she was living with her mother in Chinatown here and some contract information. She nods. We're happy to go speak to the mother and investigate from that end where she could possibly well, have all, fallen in with I'll do respect Dr. Quartar. Really, at this point, I think it's appropriate for the FBI to be interfacing with the victim's family. I will give you a call if I need any more of your input. Maybe you and your team need to return, as you said, and interface with your databases to come back to me with some answers about what we're seeing here, because I do believe we're dealing with a biological weapon at this point. Very well. So at this point, Roizen's going to motion for Paris to step out of the room and make a certain phone call. Ryan is going to engage with, in conversation with Agent Special Agent Rachel Glenn. After she, speaking directly to Prentice slash Dr. Cortar, basically dismisses you and says, you know, retire to your labs and call me with your results. Ryan smiles and steps in while Royzen and Paris leave the room. Agent Prentice, you back up and pretend to be absorbed in the body still. Agent Ryan, what do you say to Glenn, who has basically decided to let you go? Agent as complicated and strange as this series of bodies have been, I do want to apologize for uh, what I feel like was us getting in your way. But to be honest, this is, and I'll speak for myself here, but I think it goes for all of us. This is like nothing else that we've seen before. And one of our biggest concerns is public safety and that's both literal public safety in case this is a, a biological hazard, but also panic and ensuring that we are absolute in our findings before we make anything public. I'm sure you can agree with, with that sentiment. Look, Agent Horker, it, it was on me when I let you into that crime scene. I shouldn't have done that, and I'll be taking the, the heat for that on my end. So don't, don't you think for a second that I'm going to be sending any poor reports your way that would reflect badly on you and your team. So put your I, put your mind at put your mind at rest there. Now second, I have three forensics experts on their way to to meet with me and join my team as this investigation expands. At that point, I will have the expertise I need on the ground to keep investigating this as a crime. I would love if you took the data that you've already gathered and bring it to whatever labs she motions towards Agent Prentice. you need to do. And if you come up with anything, absolutely get back to me. But I do think we are now dealing with a crime that falls under the FBI's purview. We're not dealing with a contagion event. I think that's quite clear with the evidence that we've so far gathered. So Chris, Ryan is interested in just keeping her relatively engaged in conversation long sure, enough sure. for Paris and Royzen to make their phone call. So we don't have sure. to play out the bullshit, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's, you know. So he's not trying to convince her of anything. About, Maybe no, he's just, he's not I'm taking any very trying to particular draw out the conversation. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. He, he, he's going to do that. So let's move over to, to Royzen and Paris. So we'll probably do this call on speakerphone since we're in another room, closed door and whatnot. Sure. Yeah, that works. No one's around. Three rings. It's picked up. Agent, good news for me? Sir, there's another body, well as a potential complication. We need approval to read in Agent Glenn. Uh, uh, why would you, why would you do that? Has she seen something? As she is convinced we are CDC agents, she is now blocking all access to the next crime scene as well as any potential witnesses. Let's see here. What's the next crime scene? We suspect it is the home of the third victim, a Miss Michelle Lee, age 21. Okay. What do you mean block? Trying to trying to understand this here. Uh, what, what's in your sir, way? What, what's, what's causing you some consternation? Sir, she believes that this is a, a homicide situation. 
and uh, that that falls outside the the purview of the CDC, which is how we've been set up. And so she has said the FBI will be handling it uh, from here. So we could go solo, or we could try to keep working with her in some way. We can That's exactly her. right. You can go solo or try to keep working with her in some way, but we're not going to read somebody in just because you're uncomfortable with breaking into someone's house. Understood. There is concern that if we wait for the agents to leave the potential crime scene, there may be more victims. We're worried about time constraints. Stonewall the agent from the FBI and go check out the murder scene. How is this difficult for you? You're not going to read someone in to the SAP because things are getting uncomfortable on your end. Are you kidding me? Do you know what kind of leap it is to even... Br I can't believe I'm having this conversation. You don't just read people in when things get hard. Stonewall the agent. Get there first and do what you have to do. And do it with expediency and quietude. That's what you're here to do. Bryson's just going to look at Paris, hang up the phone. This fucking asshole. I'm a, right. I miss Snedeker. So, yeah, I miss Snedeker too, but it sounds like we're out in the cold. So, you want a nap tapper or should I? <laughs> yeah, I was concerned about this. I think we are going to have to go solo for a minute. I think this may be my last opera. So, we want to. How do we want to go about doing this? I know what Royzen's going to do. Royzen's, Royzen's going to dig in her backpack. She's going to pull out that CIA badge. Whoa, okay. earlier than I anticipated for you to collect your meager thoughts and arrange your awkward meat pinion bones to provide your daily contribution to the work. Jeff, Jeff, I, I can't rightly ever tell if you were trying to rile me up or if you're just busting my balls, but look, frankly, I, I don't have time to banter with you. Now, now look. Relic, I do not see from my current existence in any relatable way that I can communicate to you. What is it I am meant to look at? Ah. Hmm. Well, I, I got these books out of a truck parked on an old storage lot in Flagstaff. This is the kind of shit I'd normally see on the uh, job and just leave alone or burn or something. Ah, uh, instruction attempt at organized symbology to convey an unchanging meaning, pompously committed to a processed cellulose medium, I remember. Yeah, a bunch of weird ones here. This one looks like it already got burned a bit. Covers real black and crackled up. Uh, in Latin, I think. There's a couple small ones with smutty drawings. Now that that's gotta be German. Uh <laughs> some of these some of these pictures are uh Huh, okay, thought for a second it was, it was some lewd stuff, but uh Oh nope, that's that's real creepy. I also remember that it is time to support the work. Jeff, uh, what about the others? Shouldn't we go through some of this stuff and... Relic, our agreement is an important fulcrum. Do not become distracted now. <sighs> fine, fine. <clears throat> okay, let's let's blast through this. Thanks for listening to Sorry Honey, I Have to Take This. Support the podcast... Slow down, Relic. Do not rush this. The vibrational speed of each utterance is an important component to both the satisfaction and consequence of the work. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Su support the podcast by contributing or donating at coffee.com forward slash sorry, honey. That's ko fi.com slash sorry, honey. Come through on Apple, Google, or honestly, any platform. 
with a five-star review for the show. That simple few seconds pays off big and really gets the word out. Check out the website at sorryhoney.captivate.fm and use the link there in the show notes to pop on over to the Discord server to rub elbows with the other uh, uh, enthusiasts of the work. The exuberance, the joy I feel. I will not continue to attempt to use words to further describe the new reaches of my inner world. Okay, uh, very happy for you, Jeff. Can we talk about these books? Maybe something in here that'll help us stop the others? Absolutely not. Even if a translation were provided, these are artifacts of broken minds that stretched further than they were designed to do so. It is likely your own consciousness will be harmed or pulled toward relentless chaos after reviewing even one of these disordered accounts. Well, I mean, that tracks. But we have to do something, Jeff. Relic, your persistence in the face of overwhelming energetic forces that are beyond your kin is humorous to me, but also tells me you will not give up, even if you must sacrifice yourself. I've been dealing with shit like the others for a long time, Jeff. I just need to know where to aim the gun, what statues to melt down, or which creepy local community leader to bury alive out in the desert. You have inspired me. I will ponder, Relic. Calculations must occur. I will do this for you and for the work. Uh, okay. I'll just, just wait to hear from you then. Jeff? Jeff? Oh, shit.